and um, leaders have to show uh, the soft side uh, because there's, there's always a soft side involved and I don't believe it for a minute that any of us is made of hard shells only. So um, in, in corporate environments specifically, people tend to see kindness as weakness and also that uh, indecisiveness and, uh, you know, to stand their point even if they're wrong. And, and that's perhaps where the bigger issues will start coming into, into, the, into the game. Um, interesting, you brought the sandwich model. I'm sure the viewers and listeners would love to know how many models are there? Are there different types of feedback um, models to be provided? Um, which ones do you personally maybe prefer or is there anyone which stands above anyone else? Um, thank you for, for your question. It's very interesting, um, Coach. Um, overall, I always suggest that the simpler the model, the better. So never overcomplicate what you're saying and how you're saying it whilst you're giving a feedback. So whichever model fits best to you and to the situation, it's fine as long as it doesn't become or it doesn't give the opportunity to have a dialogue. Feedback is just a message that I'm giving to someone in order for his um, performance to improve the next time he's going to be in a similar situation. So feedback should not be seen as an opportunity to have a long, a three-hour long discussion. Shouldn't be talking about the past, shouldn't be talking about uh, what happens at home for him, shouldn't be talking about nothing else but that precise behavior that he had and that you saw and that you want to give the feedback in order for him to have a better performance, a better outcome the next time. So, the, of course, the, the, as, 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 as I said, there are many models and the, and the sandwich model that I was mentioning before, if you, if you look at, at the big King Burger and if you can imagine and take your mind to all the layers of the big King Burger, you start with the top part where there's uh, the, the bread. And so you have to begin, the bread is the beginning. You have to begin with some positive comments regarding the situation that you're talking about. So the bread is a positive at the beginning, okay? So just after that, uh, you can see that there's a layer of salad, green salad. And that is when you give praise the person's strong points. So you say, whilst you were doing that presentation, that pitch, I really enjoyed the fact that you talked about uh, the uh, return over investment and the time uh, that of implementation and the flexibility of use. Very well done. On top of that, I always, uh, enjoy and appreciate the fact that you have this analytical approach, you have a very strong problem solving approach, and that you build rapport with uh, our clients. So very well done on that as well. Second layer. Third layer, you have the tomatoes, okay? Tomatoes are the compliments. So you, you've already 
talked about positive comments, general praise, and then some compliments. You know, you're good at doing this, you're good at doing that. People appreciate you within the company, within the office, because you do this and that, and you're always available. So you give some, you, you make it, you create a positive environment. Okay? So after the first three layers, the bread, the salad, and then tomatoes, comments, praise, and the compliments, then you give the criticism. If it, if it is a negative feedback that you're giving, that you're giving, you give the criticism and you say, by the way, something that impacted on me and made me feel not so well, made me feel that we, we, showed that we weren't so prepared in what we were saying is when you couldn't figure out uh, which was the temperature, the best temp temperature for the uh, overall performance, best performance of the machine. So the range of temperatures in which the mach machine works best. And there you didn't have a precise answer you didn't say that you were going to be going back to them with some specific data, with some handouts and so on. So my suggestion is, so you give the criticism where, where you have the meat and, and the cheese. After that, you have the bacon. Underneath the meat and the cheese, you have the bacon. And the bacon is reminding the person of their strong points again. And at the end, so you're about to finish this huge uh, Mac burger. At the end, you, you thank the person who you're talking to uh, and offer your support in those areas of improvement and leave uh, on a positive note. Okay. Uh, leave the, the feedback with something uh, that, it, that the person is going to be thinking about going into the future with a positive mindset. There's a possibility to improve, there's a possibility to do better, there's a possibility to have more impact, whatever it is, but after you've gone through the compliments, the praise, the criticism, the strong points, and you finish with something positive for the future, definitely that person is gonna be feeling good, wanting to do better, wanting to have more feedback. Maybe he's gonna be going to feedback someone else straight away for something that happened the day before. So, you know, example creates example. Uh, best practice creates perfect behaviors. So this is one model that I suggest. There are many others and uh, that, that uh, I, I could go through, but you know, there's so many, and more or less, they're 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 all the same. The, the very very simple and straightforward one is the SBI model, okay. which uh, S stands for situation, in which who gives the feedback describes the situations, the situation. Sorry, <clears throat> with the specifics, then you talk about the behavior and you describe what behavior you observed and, and not 
the reasons why that behavior was being acted and the impact. Uh, you describe what kind of impact that behavior happened. So that's very simple, very straightforward. So SBI, situation behavior impact. On top of that, there are many, many other models. Um, and whatever uh, acronym you choose, whatever model you choose, you, you will never go wrong when you clearly define something which is not going properly, not within the company uh, compliances, the company's culture, the company's values, mission, whatever. So you define something which is not going or didn't go properly, what effect that behavior had and the, and the changes you expect to see. So you can choose whichever model, but any model needs to have those three elements within it that you know you 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 express what happened uh, you say you talk about the effect and you talk about what you're looking for for the next time in case something similar happens again Jacob do you think feedback should go upwards too so we always talk about you know uh, leaders giving feedback to the associate that reporting to them because obviously that's the expectation. Somebody which is in your team receives a feedback, hopefully not by the end of the year, which in many cases happens, or mid-year, as you mentioned, uh, performance review, which I also despise, as a matter of fact. Uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a human being's waste of time to wait six months to get a feedback. Um, and pr predominantly, all of those feedback sessions are copy-paste and they are very much of a draft uh, with a couple of sentences maybe altered. However, and however, I was told wasn't, was not supposed to be used in a feedback uh, statement either because it's very negative. But in this case, how does it work upwards? Because many, many, many leaders, mid-managerial or you know, even entry, have difficulty giving a feedback to their boss. And things start to go wrong. So is there an advice for someone who might be listening or hearing or watching and saying, but how do I, I know how to approach down and I don't want to even call it down, but that's, that's, that's you know, the shape of the pyramid or if it's flat. How do I go, you know, if it's flat organization, okay, we know we're going to, to the left. How do I go right? How do I go towards the boss or the boss's boss? Because that's also something which has to be managed. If we're going to be able to maintain the culture, and sometimes I think people find themselves in a dilemma when they are not able to conduct a proper effective feedback in a culture which feedback maybe is not really that much, you know, uh, put into ground. Um, so this is for them, that for those guys who are hearing this, which they, okay, I, I am in a place where it's a bit more different, but how do I approach my boss? How do I give them feedback, and should it be even, or can it be? Sure, uh, very interesting. Uh, I was uh, talking to a brand manager of a startup uh, last week, and uh, I was coaching this lady, and she was having the same dilemma. 
she, um, she, she told me, she was telling me that she doesn't get enough feedback as she would like to receive from her boss and from her boss's boss on the projects she does, on the work she does, on how the team performs, her team performs, and so on. And so she, she was, you know, in, in between. So, so she, she was having mixed feelings about the fact of not receiving that feedback that would have given her extra boost or extra new, new points of views or new ideas or new thoughts on which to act upon. So as we said before, feedback is something that has to be actionable. You have to, it has to be uh, packaged in a way that makes you want to go and improve, do something else, uh, act in a different way, and so on and so forth. So the best way to, to think and, and to go across giving a feedback to your boss is um, you have to prepare more than what they have to prepare when they, they give feedback to you. So the preparation is, is a bit more delicate, a bit longer. But nonetheless, it, it is uh, definitely a way also to understand uh, how your boss uh, reacts and how your boss deals with feedback. So if you don't know nothing about it because you've, you've just entered the company and nobody has told you, look, you know, your boss uh, doesn't enjoy receiving feedback, then you still need to give feedback to your boss because you have this, this need, you have this pulse, you have this urgency or whatever to give feedback, then you have to uh, think, how can I make his life better by, make, by giving him a feedback? So is there a way in which by giving my feedback, I can make, I can solve issues, I can solve problems, I can make his tough post-COVID life and working situation easier, better, faster, um, more flexible, and, and less um, energy draining. So the feedback, yes, it has to be given to our bosses at any time. Uh, it's not asking for something, it's actually suggesting something to our boss that there is a better way. Because maybe we've been in the company for a longer time, or maybe we come from another company where something would would something similar was working better so we can take our experience and and we can actually help our boss to to be a better leader to be a better manager to be a, a better performer to to improve so by giving our feedback we've noticed him behaving in a certain way and we give him the possibility we give him the opportunity to improve, to be better, to be wiser, and to be to fit better within an environment which is made of many stakeholders uh, who have the possibility of, you know, uh, taking you up or taking you down. We know about these stories, and 
in some environments, uh, you can say the wrong thing, uh, not even once, but half of once, and you're gone. And, and they, they ask you to leave and to get your box and, and they say bye-bye to you. So we don't want that. And, and one way to, to generate and create the culture of feedback is also by giving feedback upwards to, to our bosses. And, you know, the, in case, I would say to, to the people who I coach, in case you have put together an exceptional feedback towards your boss and you have a strong negative reaction, then it's a best time for you to, to look around for a better place to go and work because that, that person won't be a good boss for you uh, then and in the future. So if the reaction is negative, is distant, is uh, he, he doesn't listen to you, he looks around, he looks at his phone, he looks at his computer whilst you give your feedback, for how good your feedback is, then start thinking about going somewhere else, leaving that boss and or leaving the company. But definitely that's not going to be the best boss that you'll have in your life. I think that's such a um, area of, of uh, discussion that it can go for long. Uh, I think in a way, uh, personally speaking, I think feedback uh, becomes something that changes with, with years of experience and with the uh, circumstances that you go through. But I'm also a strong believer that it starts where you are made, which is home. I think that the relationship uh, in, a, in a family and at home actually is, uh, is where you kind of uncover that whole um, uh, meaning of feedback in a family uh, where, where parents or uh, relatives start giving feedback to each other in that environment. And, some 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 uh, people when they go out to work, and in that world, they probably won't have very much patience with um, environments which does not allow or do not allow to feedback. And as you just, as wisely said, it's, it was you know it won't, won't take that long of a time before they understand it's time to move on uh, to a place where they can actually express themselves. Uh, for, so for sure, um, you know, listeners and viewers, um, you need to express yourself. You need to express yourself sideways up, down, whichever direction you want to talk about it. But I think that's where the growth happens. And the feedback, as you mentioned, Jacob, is equal to um, growth, equal to production, performance, development. So feedback is good for an organization, is good for the individuals in the organization, the community and the society. So it should be seen as a positive uh, tool to be used in the right way. Now, this brings us to um, the last bit of our podcast, which Obviously, we'll continue into another session. Let's say that the feedback is done effectively, obviously. What is the understanding? Yeah, so what, 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 is, the, you know, what is a person's reaction to feedback? How can it be uh, understood? And is there a way to look at it as a model or is there a, uh, a process behind it um, once it's given? To the other side. So now we're talking about the other side, obviously, and we want to understand the reaction of the person who receives feedback. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know uh, it's always a communication process, and as always within communication processes, 
uh, there are many factors which can make it or break it. Uh, nonetheless, um, the neuroscientists, they, they help us to understand that our brain uh, burns up much more energy to go away from negatives and we engage very little energy to go towards the positives. Okay, so why am I saying this? Because usually people, if they don't receive a feedback with candor, with honesty, with truth, with proper communication, within a proper uh, environment, as I was saying before, they will really react in a neg negative way and they sort of, they will really shut their brain off and that feedback will have been useless. So, so if we really stick to the rules of the effective feedback, then it's going to be useful. And uh, as you were saying before, what happens within the, 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 the mind and the brain and, and the thoughts and the feelings of the person who receives uh, a feedback, we, we can um, take it down to a model which is called Sarah, like uh, the name of, of uh, some women, or, or a women's name, Sarah, with the H at the end. And it's a great construct for understanding how people process the feedback, what they do with it, where they put it, you know, they, uh, how they place it within themselves. And it can be also a big help in understanding how to deliver information in a constructive way. So S of Sarah stands for shock. Always people, when they receive a negative feedback, uh, they're surprised or shocked to hear that they were not up to standard because we always think that we're very good at what we do. And when someone comes and says, hey, you know, there could have been better ways to do what you just did, just did then we're, we're not happy about it and we're a bit shocked about it. So um, when you approach someone uh, within your team and give them feedback, expect that they will at least be surprised and maybe be shocked to hear what you have to say. The second element is that after the shock, uh, which is very similar to, to the change model, what, what people go through when they need to, to change after the first initial impact, which is you know, the shock, people can go into an anger or upset state, mind, mindset and feeling. So they, they feel that they've been treated in, uh, in an unproper way or unfairly, or someone is wrong and uh, they are the victims of someone else or a situation, whereas the negative feedback should have gone to someone else and they have nothing to do with it, blah, blah, blah. So A stands for anger. And it's important to remember that in the shock stage, people, they nod and maybe they seem to accept, they seem to accept the feedback. But in actual fact, later, later on, 
maybe half an hour, an hour later on, the anger uh, starts bubbling and coming up, and and it ruins the situation because if you go into an anger state of mind, into an anger emotion, as we know, emotions are chemical, which impact on our behaviors, impact on our thoughts, on our, our behaviors, and chemicals within our body, which are self-generated chemicals. Sorry. <coughs> um, those chemicals take a long time to be released and to, to, to leave our body. So that anger is going to be staying for a long time. And so we, we will be negatively impacted by the way in which we accept it or the, the way in which we receive the feedback. So after the anger state, there's a rejection. So uh, we think it's, it's hard to believe that, that, you know, it was us, we did something wrong. So we reject the origin of the feedback. We reject uh, the fact that it was our fault. We reject the fact that some, we did something wrong. So we, we totally detach ourselves from what it was, what happened, what, what people said to us, and so on and so forth. So going along the acronym of Sarah, so we talked about S stands for shock, A for anger, R for rejection, the next day is for acceptance. After a while that, that you metabolize, that you think, and, and as we all want to do the best we can, of course, we can't stay in a anger and reject mode for all our life. So what happens is that we, we, we elaborate on the, on the anger and the rejection, and we go on to an acceptance uh, mode. And we start giving meaning, we start understanding, we start uh, really, you know, looking at the movie and seeing the pieces within the movie where it makes sense what I heard and what uh, that feedback was about. So we start changing our attitude and we start being more open to, to, to change and to improve and to do and to act upon that feedback that we receive. The last part of the of the Sarah model is the H, and H stands for honest effort. So um, this means that, of course, change doesn't happen overnight. We just just can't flick our fingers and expect that you know behaviors change uh, because we can change hardware, software in a second or a bit more than a second because hardware and software now is more and more complicated. But apart from that, uh, human behavior cannot be changed instantly. We need to have practice. We need to have new habits. We need to, to you know, do many things like going in the gym and do many reps in order to, to change that habit, in order to build a different shape in your body. You can't do it. Uh, you know, either you go to a plastic surgeon, but if you go to the gym, which makes much more sense and costs so much less and gives you so so many more benefits, 
if you want to change your body, you have to go for many reps. And many reps, it's the same as uh, reflecting, gain awareness, asking people for help, asking people for, for more feedback. So there are many things. So the effort has to be on wanting for something to change, wanting for something to be different and acting upon it. Well, certainly there's a lot to talk about in this topic, and that's why we're going to be uh, scheduling another podcast to uh, kind of dive into areas of developing uh, the mindset, uh, how to give and receive feedback in a a guided manner. Coach uh, Jakob is going to go through all the process of how to best receive also feedback. There's a process and so on and so forth. So to wrap up, I would say, um, viewers, listeners, do you remember that, you know, um, the, the definition of a feedback, and we went through that, and also be aware of an effective versus an ineffective feedback, where obviously we don't want to fall into the ineffective uh, category. But if you do, there is a way of recovery, and that's through vulnerability, through honesty, through being open, through um, you know strengthening that trust. Misunderstandings can happen. Bad days can happen to anyone. But it's how fast you can recover from that to move on, which will also uh, perhaps allow your team members or your associates or your leaders to give you a feedback where you can learn, develop from that, and become a better person. Because I think after all, a positive feedback should make us a better person. And that's the whole purpose of it. Um, so, Coach uh, Jacob, you want to end this with something before uh, we close the pod ses- podcast session? Uh, over to you. Well, uh, thank you very much uh, for the opportunity. And um, overall, uh, what I invite our listeners and viewers to do is to uh, never wait for the proper moment to give a feedback. So there's never a best moment to give or to receive a feedback. And go looking for as many opportunities, as many chances, as many situations that can take you to either receive or give a feedback. So don't limit the number of reps, but as uh, many uh many gurus and many organizational and sports uh, professionals know that you get to the best level after 10,000 times you do the same thing. So uh, if you've given or received 100 feedbacks, you know you still have to go for 9,900 feedbacks more to become an excellent feedback giver or feedback receiver so so don't limit uh the opportunities and the 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 moments in which you can actually be engaged in giving or receiving a feedback that's my 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 invitation to you my 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 suggestion don't limit yourself and, and do as many and give as many and ask as many and receive as many as you can and all the best to everyone from milano uh jacopo Nicelli. it's been great being with you today thank you so much coach Pedari, for this great uh opportunity to 
discuss and, and to, to speak about feedback. And certainly we're going to be carrying on in our next episode and enriching the approach uh, to feedback and the way in which our listeners and viewers can actually act, decide, and behave towards their feedbacks. Well, thank you so much. And yes, as you said, go out there, practice. Um, you used a very big uh, quotation by a big guru, Bruce Lee. I fear the guy who practiced one kick 10,000 times. So go out there, don't kick anyone. Just go out there looking for feedbacks and practice makes perfect. Jacob, thank you so much. Um, also uh, thanking uh, uh, the partnership with IB Coaches for bring this out to you on the YouTube channels and also their iTunes channels. Um, looking forward to talking to you in a couple more uh, weeks on the second uh, part of feedback. Have a great day from Dubai to Milano to the world. Evidence.